It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. We all have that inner critic inside our heads. I have a committee, the itty-bitty shitty committee. You know what I mean, that nagging voice or voices in my case that knocks us down and drags us down the road of self-sabotage and self-neglect. A strong, positive sense of self-esteem is your first step to anything you wish to accomplish. Discover who you truly are that gorgeous, talented, fabulous woman who deserves recognition and unconditional love. You know the most beautiful thing any woman could wear is confidence. Here on Confidence in Bloom with the Divas That Care Network, I, Tina Spolatini, speak with women living in their own self-confidence about who they truly are, how they found themselves, and how they care for themselves. Today I'm speaking with Jessica Dirksen. Jessica Dirksen, transformational speaker and coach, is the founder of True to You Lifestyle. She is a certified health and life coach, speaker, facilitator, author, mentor to women in business, and host of the True to You podcast. Jessica's purpose is to encourage, inspire, and offer tools to help women empower themselves to be the hero of their own story. She focuses on the cycle of transformation to help her clients master their minds, up-leveling their thoughts, change their habits so they can get the results in any area of their life they desire and live to life, live a life that they truly love while feeling incredible from the inside out. Jessica wants to show the world that she, we can have the life of our dreams and that it starts from within. Her motto, if you want a different ending, tell a different story. Hi, Jessica. How are you today? Hi, Tina. I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. I'm really good. The sun is shining. It's always good when you see the sun in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Jessica, where where do you call home? I'm in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Awesome, just like me. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about your um, your coaching business? Yeah, absolutely. So I focus a lot on health coaching that really results in a lot of life coaching because I'm a, I've recognized and noticed that how we do one thing is how we show up in all areas of our life. And so I love to focus on health um, in terms of physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, all things health. So it's not just the way you look or a number on a scale and your weight and that kind of thing. Like it's really about having a healthy mindset, having healthy thoughts, you know, um, feeling really good about yourself from the inside so that you can show up and do really great things in your external life. So I focus a lot around mindset and a lot around changing your habits to create the life of your dreams. So when you say um, the way we show up in one area, we show up in others, like do you mean like if we're sort of, um, I don't want to say negative because I don't think that's the, the word I'm looking for, but if we're maybe lack or we're, we're, you know, less educated in one area, we tend to um, not show our, what we know in others? Like, do we kind I guess, of hide back? No, I think more what I mean by that is, um, 
you know, if you are not putting attention into an area of your life, and I really look at the life of like your relationships, your financial situation, your career or your creativity, your health, um, how you're spending your time. So if there's like one of those areas that you're really not putting that love, that care, that attention into, it starts to create a ripple effect in all other areas of your life. So if you're showing up in your health poorly, well, you're probably now that's creating a ripple effect and you're not feeling so good. So now you're not showing up in your career or your business as much as you'd love to in a way that you would love to. You're not showing up in your relationship. So from in my own life, I, I, there's like certain things that I do every day to take care of my health. And when I don't do them, I'm grumpy. I'm not fun to be around. I don't show up as a great wife. I don't show up as a good stepmom. I'm, I'm not great in my business. Like it just affects every other area. And I start to slack in every area in the same way that I'm kind of slacking in my health. Yeah, I, I can totally resonate with that. The only thing that I don't understand is I hate exercise. But if I don't move yeah. my body... It, it affects my entire day, and yet I don't mm-hmm. enjoy it, right? So I, Do you I enjoy just walking? Um, Do you enjoy just going out in nature or walking? No. Skating, swimming? <laughs> nope. I don't enjoy any of that. I do like yoga. I do have to say I do I like yoga. I love yoga. Yeah, but you know what really energizes me is chatting with other people. You know, mm-hmm. ask me to go for a coffee. doesn't matter what time of the day. I'm ready. Right, but yeah, I can go for a walk, and I've got every excuse under the sun. Yeah, and I, when I think of health, I really think of you know, are you moving your body in a way that works for you? However, that works. You know, are you drinking water? Are you eating foods that give you energy? Are you sleeping enough? And then, like, one of the most important parts is: do you have positive relationships in your life? Those connections—that's a huge part of living a healthy life. Because healthy isn't just about our physical health, right? It's about our mental health, our emotional health, that spiritual piece. And having really positive relationships and connections, those coffee dates, really help us feel good about ourselves and our lives. 100%. And I've learned over the years that healthy is body, mind, and soul. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what are you celebrating this week? Oh, well, I just came back. Well, not just came back a few days ago. I cel- I'm celebrating an incredible event I was part of last weekend in the mountains, and I got to speak in front of women. I got to participate in all of these fun activities. So that was awesome. That was huge. A good celebration for sure. That's excellent. How do you celebrate you and your wins? I'm a huge believer in celebrating everything, like all the wins, big or small. I think that's how we can, like, you know, internally motivate ourselves to keep wanting to move forward. Um, So I just do things like, hey, you know, check in with myself. I'm really proud of you. Or doesn't this feel good? I love journaling, so I'll journal on things. I Honestly, something as simple as, like, high-fiving myself in the mirror and be like, yeah, we got this. We did this. Awesome. Like, I celebrate myself like that because I'm dorky like that, but I do love to just, I like to celebrate all the big and the small things. I think we've all been trained to celebrate those big moments, you know, the big birthdays, the big weddings, the big anniversaries, the babies, all those things. But it's the small things every day that if you can focus on and celebrate and really feel that pride that builds your confidence and that helps move you forward. Oh, for sure. And without those little wins, you can't have the big wins. Exactly. Yeah. How okay, so this question I have it's it's kind of confusing. Would you rather be able to express yourself accurately or always have to say the exact truth? So I will explain it a little bit. Sometimes when you're asked a question, 
you're depending on maybe who you're talking with, you don't know how to answer it honestly without hurting someone or without sounding negative or without, you know, having that um, heaviness to it. What would you prefer? Would you prefer to just be able to say what you're thinking and not be judged? Or would you, you know, like do you prefer having to sort of butter it up so that you're not hurting anyone or being judged? Um, I don't, I would not want to butter it up. I wouldn't want to cover it up. And only because I wouldn't want someone to speak to me like that. I want the truth. And I, perfect example this morning, I was at a really early networking um, breakfast and if one of my good friends who invited me to it, she right after she's like, Hey, and she just said something to me. And she's like, is, is this safe that I say this to you? Like, are you comfortable? And it was like about me and my business. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like I am so thankful for this feedback because now I can take that and I can adjust and I can change and I can help work this into my own business and into my own life. So I would rather say the, be honest. And if someone takes that in a negative way, that's more about them. If they don't, um, understand what I'm saying and I'll, and I'll try and explain it, but I don't think buttering up really helps anybody succeed in their own life. I agree. I agree. And there's always a nice way to say bad things. Yeah. Right. And bad doesn't have to necessarily be an insult. You know, it, it could be just a criticism. We all have to be open yeah. to that. Yeah. yeah and you can be really constructive on how you give it. And if someone doesn't want to take it, that's not about you. And if they judge you for that, that's really about them. Right. A hundred percent. <clears throat> Excuse me. What's the what's a common thing that you think about when you're alone? <laughs> well, it depends on the day and what's going in my, on in my life. <laughs> if I'm in a really good space, I think of a lot of um, great things. I am really intentional about focusing, so I do a lot about mindset and mindset work. So I'm really intentional about focusing and connecting back to things that I'm grateful for, things that I that you know just put a smile on my heart, things that make me happy. Um, but I'm also human and we get those negative Nelly moments. And if I'm in a, you know, a darker place in my life or in a, in a bad season or a, a not great season that I'm not proud of, I just like everyone else have those negative thoughts that are draining. And can you really do this? And is it time to give up? And, you know, why are you trying to, I just got a puppy. Why are you, who do you think you are that you can really, you know, raise a puppy and make it happy and healthy? Like these are my thoughts lately. Well, this puppy is going crazy at times, but um, I think it all just depends on the season you're going through. Like sometimes I'm super positive and I'm always looking on the bright side and other times it takes a lot more work to do that. Right. Isn't that the truth? Because life happens, right? And puppies, they're like babies. They are they like are. so they're yeah. yeah, like as you know, as much as you know, I mean everybody deserves to be loved, but sometimes you're like, What what was I thinking? I haven't slept in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thought like two days ago and then today I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so in love. <laughs> you know, because they're so adorable, right? They look at you with those puppy eyes and you're like, How could I say no to that face? I know. <laughs> Now, I ask this question, and it, it's, it's not, I'm not really looking for a number. How many times have you tried and failed at achieving the same goals in the past? Um, a lot. I think that there's a, a different a number of ways I can answer this. So there's certain things like business goals that I've tried, you know, a number of times and reworked it and then achieved it. There are things in my life that I tried to achieve that I didn't 
I mean, that I failed at, and I have my like air quotes up, but it was really a good redirection. It was things, you know, I was told you should be grow up and be a lawyer and do all the law things. And I was interested at first, and then I didn't pass the LSAT twice. And so there was like this huge failure component, but really it was like a redirect of like, is this really what I want and what I want to experience in my life, or am I doing this for other people? Um, so that was one, I guess you could say I, I gave up on, but it's a happy give up because it's not really, wasn't true to who I was and what I wanted. Um, I mean, health goals are so many times in my life where I used to attach a number on the scale to my worth. And so I would, you know, keep trying to get there and then I'd gain the weight and I'd lose the weight and gain the weight. So millions of times I tried to do health things. Um, and now I think I've just achieved a happy place, a happy place peace in my health and it's not tied to a number on the scale it's not tied to having you know a certain stomach with a number of abs on it so I think I try a ton of things and I fail but if it's I I look at it as is this something that's true to me and that I would love and if so okay let's try it again how can we learn from this experience yeah you know I have to agree it's like you know with weight loss weight loss has been like my you know priority for so many years not so much in the last five years but you're right. I mean, it's not really a number on the scale. It's more about who am I doing this for, right? Yeah. If I'm doing it for me, I need to know that I'm doing it because I want to be healthy, because I want to feel better, not because someone else wants me to look better. Yeah. And I would like attach, if I don't have a flat stomach by this day, like you're a failure, you're a loser, you can never get abs. Like I've never gotten a six pack of abs, but in my mind, I thought once I did, I would love myself and I would be loved. And I was miserable trying to do this. I was miserable trying to do these diets, miserable, you know, counting calories and cutting out all this food. And now I'm just so happy and I don't care about that. And I eat to feel good and I eat to feel energized. And I'm way happier and I enjoy my life a lot more without all this stress of can I eat this, can I not? Will this affect my ab that I don't even have? Right. Well, I I always claim, you know, because I've got a big belly. I'm always like, I have a six pack. I can't see it, but I got one. <laughs> well, we all do, right? And that's the right? important we all, part. <laughs> exactly. We all have one, right? That doesn't mean you know I have to show it off, but I know I have one because I'm carrying my body around, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what obstacles are in your way that you maybe are reluctant to face? I think obstacles I have in my way are, I mean, I think we're all in our own way with our own thoughts and our mindsets. And I think there are always stuff that comes up. We color our current reality with things from our past. And I know in my own life, there are things that have happened in the past that I've just been reluctant to deal with because my mind it's just easier to ignore it, and I know this isn't the right way to go. <laughs> you know, I coach people around this, but for myself, it's a lot harder to do on your own. And so there are things that have affected me in the past, and I, I keep bringing that experience in this moment with me today. And then it kind of affect, it gets in the way of certain areas of my growth. And so, um, I, yeah, that's a big question, and it made me really think of, I need to, I need to work on things <laughs> From my own past, because I know that I'm bringing it into this moment and it's affecting how I show up and how I, my perspective of certain things. Right. And this is what makes you human, right? You can teach the tools. You have the tools yourself. 
right? In order for you to teach them, you have to, you have to own them yourself. But the reality is our past makes such a huge impact on how our future is going to unfold. Yep, absolutely. And if we don't do that work and we don't let go of certain things from the past or change our perspective of it, which is where I really love diving into, if we don't change our perspective of it, then it shows up over and over and over again, and we keep reliving the same past in our current moment. Right, right. And and it, so, I mean, let's face it, some of us have a past that's really hard to forget, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know your full story, but I'm sure there are things in your past where you, you, it's really hard to let go of, right? Yeah, and we... Yeah, and we attach stories to them, right? And we, we cling on to these stories because it's what we know and or we think it's safe because it's like, if I don't have this, then who am I? What's my identity? But we're so attached to these stories that if we don't change the narrative, then it's hard to change our future. Right, absolutely. So true. Um, how? So, I mean, obviously you didn't just, you know, like you've had to go through like your own coaching, you know, where you've hired a coach and you've had to learn all these things about yourself. Did it take you like, did you kind of go into that journey knowing that this is going to be a lot of hard work or did you kind of, you know, open the door slowly and say, okay, let's see what I'm going to find. Yeah. I mean, I think I knew it would be hard work. So I started with therapy first. I didn't really know much about the coaching world. So years ago, I started doing therapy, which was fantastic, and I I love it. But um, then I actually worked in a career in health and safety, and the the company I worked for, they did a leadership program. And so in that program, I was actually introduced to a coach. So we had an executive coach running the program, and then we each got like um, six sessions with our own one-on-one life coach. And that was kind of my first introduction to like what coaching is and this life coaching. And I remember just talking to this woman and thinking, wow, this is such a, like, I would love this job. I want this career. I want to do what you do and have these conversations with people. And then I started to, well, years later, I got into coaching myself and I was like, I need to hire a coach. And it got even deeper and it's so much work, but it's so worth it. So I knew, I think because I had that kind of intro to what it was, I knew it would be a lot of hard work and a lot of deep work. Um, but I don't think a lot of people know that when they first start. No. And and that's kind of why I asked because some people, you know, think, oh, I have a life coach. Well, you know, what do they do? Well, it, she helps me, you know, find my way, right? But there's so many different paths that we can all take to find our way Mm -hmm. sometimes some of us just need a little bit of a hand you know here you know let me walk with you right and and you know I know I've heard you know lots of people say oh who needs a life coach we all we all you know can just gather our own thoughts and figure them all out but some of us need some of us need that right some of us need to be guided and you know kind of showing the way without like by a non family member or, you know, like someone who's not a friend. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing, if you're, if you're working with a, like, you know, if you have a good coach, then the biggest thing is they're just asking you the questions that no one else is asking you. They're asking you the questions you never ask yourself, the hard questions to really make you think. And the purpose is to just ask those questions, expand your awareness 
right? Have that we're so tunnel vision. So having a coach ask you questions you never think about or ask yourself, that's where the success starts to happen because that's when you you're able to expand your thinking and see different options, see different things that could be available to you in your life. Totally. You know, that's true. I was in a coaching session last night and I had to explain what happened to me over the last month. And I was so like, I didn't have a, like um, a mental explanation for myself. Like I'm like, I can't, I know that this has happened, but I feel like there's something stopping me from understanding it. And the lady I was speaking mm-hmm. with, all she said was one sentence and I went, Oh my God, I got it. <laughs> and she started laughing at me and she was like, you had the whole month to think about that. And all you needed for me to say was this one sentence. And I'm like, yeah, because yeah, that sentence never came to me. Right. So it just, yeah, it's, but like maybe a rewording, right? Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love that. How long did you commit to your success before you gave up? Well, I haven't given up yet, so I'm still committed. Awesome. I love I love hearing <laughs> that, right? Cuz you're still like you're still okay, I mean, obviously still growing, right? Your co- your yeah. coaching your coaching business um keeps you doing your own personal development as well. Yeah. For sure. And I work with a coach. I work with a number of coaches and I would never not work with a coach. I think that having that accountability that the proper structures of support is so important. Um, And so even if I wasn't in this career, I would be working with coaches. Yeah. Now that you know how beneficial they are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, What do you think your fashion style says about you? And do you think it matters? I do think it matters. um, And I think my style is either, (laughs) I don't, I don't really know. I think it's like, confident but relaxed some most of the time like I just like to be comfortable but not like sweatpantsy well sweatpants at home but I don't know I I, I don't know really that's a hard well, question that's seen, the hardest yeah, question so every, far every time I've seen you you always look comfortable and confident for sure <laughs> okay you know well I mean we're living in a world where we don't have to dress up in suits and high heels anymore Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's very uncommon to see like the average. I mean, I've been downtown here in Edmonton, and I've seen it all. I've seen women dress, you know, with the high heels and the full suit, but I've also seen women wearing like the casual, and they look just as nice. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. it depends on how you put your outfit together. Yep. Awesome. Can you tell our listeners maybe something that you're working on with your business? Yeah, right now I'm actually working on a course called the True Self Blueprint. And this is a really, it's a do-at-your-own-pace course, and it's actually coming out next week, finally. <laughs> I've been working on this for pretty much most of the year, um, just fine-tuning it and getting everything ready. But it's all about getting to know who you are. So many of us lose ourselves. So who are you? What, what's important to you? What matters? What are your values? What do you care about? And really discovering who your true self is. And then, you know, looking to what would you love to create in your life that aligns with this? And so there's all of these activities and videos and things that really take you through this process of getting to know who you are, falling in love with yourself. So obviously a huge self-love component, a mindset component. And then, okay, now what do you want to create in your life? How do you want to live your life for you that aligns with who you are? Oh, that sounds amazing. 
that sounds yeah, that sounds really, really awesome. Um, how do our listeners get a hold of you? So you can go to my website, truetoyoulifestyle.com, or any social media platform I'm on there as Mindset Mentor Jess. Awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today. This was awesome. I love how you are so clear and so confident with your answers. You're, you know exactly you, what Gina. you're doing. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Confidence in Bloom is a celebration of self-love, a confirmation that you're an amazing, desirable, brilliant, gorgeous, talented woman, even though you may not look like a screen star or a supermodel. The truth is they don't even look like that. We offer unconditional love to our partners, our children, our extended family, even our pets. It's high time we got out of our own way and learned to unconditionally love ourselves. Chic definitely does come in every shape. So if you want something to believe in, start with yourself. If you'd like to be a guest here on Confidence in Bloom and chat with me, contact me through Instagram at InfoBloomStyling or by email at Tina at InfoBloomStyling.com or through the Divas That Care website. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on DivasThatCare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.